This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You ready? Here's another brain-busting workout for you. And off we go. After classes, Margot was studying in the library. At one point, she left for the bathroom. When the girl returned, she found out her wallet was gone. Margot immediately called the police. The librarian said she'd seen some guy, but she had poor eyesight and couldn't remember what he looked like. After listening to her vague description, the police officers questioned three students. Owen said he had been studying and hadn't even left his desk until the police arrived. Finn said he'd seen the girl but never really paid attention to her. He was looking for some books. Lucas said he'd been busy talking to his friend on the phone. He hadn't seen anything. Can you figure out who stole the wallet? It was Luca. He said he'd been talking on the phone, but it's prohibited in the library. If he had used his phone, he'd have been immediately kicked out. So he's lying. During a casual walk deep in the forest, Esme got lost. After hours of wandering, she saw a witch's house. Esme asked the elderly woman to show her the way back. The witch refused, but she was in a good mood and offered a deal. She gave Esme three apples. Two of them were poisoned, and one was okay to eat. The girl had to pick one apple and bite into it. If she didn't get poisoned, the witch would show her the way home. Esme was a smart girl and managed to do it. How did she know which apple to pick? In one apple, there was a worm, which means it was safe to eat. A student was having an exam and he was about to fail it. The professor decided to give him one more chance and asked the last question. It was, what's my oldest daughter's name? The student was puzzled. The professor decided the question was too hard and gave the guy a hint. He wrote down three numbers, 58, 3, and 11. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Can you help the student answer the question? It's a chemistry class. The riddle must be related to the subject. Have a look at the periodic table. The 58th element is cerium, or CE. The third element is lithium, LI. And the 11th element is sodium, or NA. If you put all of them together, you'll get the name Selena. The professor liked the game. 
When another student was struggling with his task, he gave him another puzzle. The man said, I have daughters. All of them, except two, have dark hair. All of them, except two, have blonde hair. And all of them, except two, have red hair. How many daughters do I have? Can you help the student out? This time, the riddle has nothing to do with chemistry. Pure logic. The professor has three daughters. One of them has dark hair, the second is blonde, and the third daughter has red hair. Ben was walking in the park at night when someone knocked him out and stole all his stuff. The guy went to the police. Three people, Cole, Jerry, and Bernard, were in the park at that time. They got arrested. The detective gave each of them a marker and asked them to write their names on the whiteboard. As soon as they finished, he immediately arrested the right person. Who was guilty? And how did the detective find it out? It was Jerry. Ben was hit from the right. It means the person who did it was left-handed. Among the three suspects, that's only Jerry. Hmm, really? Ben and Jerry? I think I need some ice cream. A member of an expedition to the South Pole found himself in a frozen cave. He didn't remember what had happened, but he knew he had to get out. The man saw three doors and a note saying what was behind each of them. Behind the first door, there was a hungry polar bear. Behind the second door, there was a room filled with poisonous gas. And behind the third, there was a room with sharp icicles falling from the ceiling every second. Which door should the man choose to survive? He should pick the first door. He's at the South Pole. There are no polar bears there. After classes, Nora stayed at the university. She needed to finish her project. She was sitting in the hallway. Soon, she got hungry. The girl went to grab some food and left all her stuff behind. When Nora returned, she checked her things and called the police. She told them what had happened and reported her wallet stolen. There were three other students nearby. All of them were questioned. Kennedy said she had been texting her friends. Ethan said, I did sit close to Nora for a while, but I didn't see or touch her wallet. Gabriella said she had been in the classroom and just walked out a couple minutes before. The detective listened to them and left without arresting anyone. Why? The detective remembered that Nora had gone to get some food. It means the wallet was with her and couldn't be stolen. The girl lied. Three women, Sarah, Mila, and Eleanor, went shopping. Two of them are pregnant, and one is a professional watermelon thief. Yeah, I know, but just humor me. Can you tell which one stole the watermelon? It's Mila. She's wearing heels. It's not the kind of shoes pregnant women would wear. Aurora was spending her summer in the countryside. She often took long walks in the forest alone. One day, she saw a huge mansion. 
It was obvious no one lived there, so she entered the house. It was dusty inside, but still beautiful. Aurora took some pictures and left the place. When the girl came back home, she looked through her photos. She wanted to pick the best ones to post on her social media. But then she saw one of the photos and screamed. Take a careful look at this photo. Can you see what scared her so much? Aurora noticed she, herself, was in the photo. But it's impossible. She was alone in the house. Stella and Adeline were sisters. Their grandmother once presented Adeline a bracelet. But both girls loved this piece of jewelry very much. So sometimes, Stella snuck into her sister's room and borrowed the bracelet. One day, Adeline came home and noticed the bracelet was gone. She knocked on her sister's door. Stella opened the door, realized it was her sister, and shut it again. In a couple of minutes, Adeline managed to break into the room. She started searching for the bracelet. Stella told her that this time, she hadn't taken Adeline's jewelry. Adeline didn't find anything and had to leave. But on her way out, she remembered something and managed to get her bracelet back. Where was it? When Stella opened the door, she had her hair down. But later, she already had her hair tied up. In those few minutes, she made a bun and hid the bracelet in her hair. On a rainy summer night, Mrs. Miller came home after work. Her neighbor, Mrs. Smith, visited her. The women wanted to have some tea together. Mrs. Smith said her daughter was at a party. She met one of Mrs. Miller's triplet sons there. Mrs. Miller asked which one it was, but her friend didn't know. Her daughter could never tell the guys apart. The problem was all three of them were grounded and weren't allowed to go out until the next week. Mrs. Miller wanted to find out who had broken the rules. She called the boys and asked how they'd spent the day. Ian, the artist, said, In the evening, I was outside drawing. Ryan, the musician, said, I spent all day inside writing a new song. Luke, who likes sports, said, I did a workout and spent the rest of the day reading. Mrs. Miller understood which of her sons was lying and grounded him for another month. Who's the liar and how did she know? Ian lied. He said he'd been drawing outside, but it was raining. Another day, another walk in the forest, and Esme got lost again. And still, she managed to find the way to the witch's house. This time, the woman had another task for Esme. The witch gave Esme a candy bar and a knife. She was going to perform seven tricks. After each of them, Esme had to give her one-seventh of the bar. But there was a catch. The knife was magical and could only make two cuts. It was also impossible to break the bar or cut it without the knife. How did Esme fulfill these conditions and return home? Esme made two cuts, dividing the bar into the following pieces, one-seventh, two-sevenths, and four-sevenths. After the first trick, 
she gave the witch the one-seventh piece. After the second one, the girl offered the woman the two-seventh piece and took away the one-seventh. After the third trick, she gave the witch the smallest piece back. After the fourth trick, Esme took away the first two pieces and gave the woman the four-seventh piece. Then she gave her the smallest piece again. After the sixth trick, the girl took away the one-seventh and gave the witch the two-seventh piece. And after the last trick, she gave the woman the smallest part of the bar again. Bonus question! Hey, if Esme is so smart, how come she keeps getting trapped in the forest? I have no answer. Mark and Ben are waiting for the elevator. Mark has to go down to the first floor, and Ben's going to have some dinner up on the 10th. Two elevators arrive at the same time, and they both get in different elevators. Well, one of them isn't too smart. Which one? It's Ben. He needs to go up, but his elevator's going down. You're chilling watching TV when you hear the doorbell. You aren't expecting anyone, but you go to the door anyway and open it. There's no one there, just a basket of candies and a letter. The letter says, Dear Charlie, thank you very much for your help. I really like you and wanted to ask if you want to go out sometime. All my love, always. There's no name on the letter and you have no clue who it could be from. Luckily, there's a short little riddle. 3rd of August, 4th of February, 2nd of May, 3rd of December, 6th of October. Can you crack the code and find out who your secret admirer is? The 3rd of August means the third letter in August, which is G. The fourth letter of February is R. The second letter of May is A. The third letter of December is C, and the sixth letter of October is E. So, your secret admirer's name is Grace. Do you even know anyone named Grace? You open your eyes and find yourself in a dungeon. There are a couple of torches around to light the room up a bit. You walk over to the door and try to open it. But, of course, it's locked. There's three buttons on the right side of the door. A red one, a purple one, and a yellow one. One of them will set you free, and the other two will lock you in forever. But you're lucky. There's a hint. N-T-E-R-O-W-L-U-T-P-P-B. Hmm, buy a vowel, will ya? Which button should you press to escape? If you put the letters in the right order, you'll get purple button. Since only one button opens the door and the other two trap you in, you gotta try your luck with the purple one. Jessie is a mom of three who works as a detective. She comes home late one night and goes right into the kitchen to get dinner ready. Waiting for her in there, a huge mess. Looks like someone already had their dinner. A chocolate pasta sandwich. She doesn't let her kids eat that kind of stuff. So she goes upstairs and rounds up all her kids. Katie, Serena, and Hannah are all busy doing their homework. They all deny eating chocolate pasta, but she still knows who it was. Who's lying, and how did Jesse know?
back in the kitchen, the knife's on the right-hand side of the chocolate pasta. That means the person who made the sandwich is left-handed. She has only one left-handed kid, and that's Hannah. You get lost in the forest, and you end up wandering around the whole day. Finally, at sunset, you come across a small and spooky house. Looks like a witch lives there. You have no other choice, so you go in and ask her to show you the way out of this crazy forest. The witch agrees, but on one condition. You have to play a game. If you answer correctly, she lets you go. If you make a mistake, you have to stay with her forever. Mm. Here's the question. You have something that's yours. You barely use it, but others use it a lot. What is it? It's your name. You're abroad, enjoying the sun and a much-needed vacation. One day at the beach, you meet a beautiful woman and spend the whole day with her. In the evening, you ask her if you can meet again tomorrow. She smiles and says, yes, if you can guess where she comes from. But she really likes you, so she gives you a hint. The place I'm from is two of Armenia, one of Germany, two of England, one of Turkey, two of India, and one of Australia. Can you guess where she's from? Two of Armenia means you have to take the first two letters of the name Armenia, A-R. The rest are the same. One of Germany is G, two of England is E-N, one of Turkey is T. I-N from India, and A from Australia. Together, they make Argentina. That was a lot of work. She better be worth it. You're wandering in a different forest, and you come across a picnic. They're all witches. You try to hide before they notice you, but uh-oh. What do they want? Actually, they're pretty chill. They just need a little help. There are eight of them, and one of them celebrating her 999th birthday. They've got a birthday cake, but there's a problem. And no, it's not that there's too many candles and too little cake. Their magic knife can only make three cuts, and they can't figure out how to cut the cake into eight pieces. Can you figure it out? First, cut the cake in half. Then make another cut so there are four equal pieces. Now, cut the cake sideways through the middle so it has two layers. Now, everybody gets a piece. Helena finally got herself a new guitar. She wanted to play it right away, but she had school. She locked it in her room and left. When she got home that evening, the guitar was gone. Her family was kind of fun. They were always pulling pranks on each other. She asked everyone about her guitar. Here's what they said. Her mom said she hadn't even seen the guitar. Her dad said he saw it when he walked past her room, but then he didn't go in because he had a lot of work to do. Her brother said he was at home, but spent the whole day downstairs. Helena solved the mystery instantly. Can you figure it out? Her dad's lying. He said he saw the guitar while walking past her room, her but that would be impossible. She locked the door on her way out. 
Mrs. Miller left the house and put a $100 bill in the dining room for her son. But the son said he never saw the money. There were three other people in the house that morning. Stephen, the gardener, Bill, the cook, and Molly, the housemaid. Steve said he saw the money, but he's an honest man. He'd never take it. Bill said he spent the morning in the kitchen and didn't see the money at all. Molly said she had to open the kitchen window, but didn't want the bill to fly away. So she put it in this book, between pages 35 and 36. Can you tell who's lying? Molly is. She couldn't have put the money between pages 35 and 36. They're two sides of the same page. Kevin's a single father of four. He was working late one evening and got a call from a neighbor. The neighbor just saw one of his daughters walking around with her friends in a totally different neighborhood. It was dark, so the neighbor couldn't tell which daughter it was. When Kevin came back home, he asked his daughters which one of them was out after dark. Lily said she was reading all evening. Madison said she was playing Uno. Riley said she was in the backyard in the pool. Ava said she was talking to a friend in her room. Kevin immediately knew who was lying. Do you? It was Madison. She couldn't have been playing Uno by herself. She's hiding something. Josh was walking in a forest at night and came across an old castle. He was curious. So he found a way in and started walking down a corridor. Pretty soon, he met three people. They said they were two werewolves and a vampire. Hmm. They wanted to keep Josh in there forever, but in the end, decided to give him one chance to get away. He had to guess who the vampire was. He was allowed to ask the same question to each of them, as long as it wasn't, Are you a vampire? Josh asked, What's your eye color? Why did he ask it, and how would that even help him? Vampires don't have a reflection in the mirror and don't show up in photos. The vampire probably wouldn't know what color eyes it had. Bonus time! Can you think of any other question that Josh could have asked those three guys? How well do you know your vampires and werewolves?